Ireland's classic hits radio. It is the home of the 80s and 90s. And comedian Danny O'Brien is with us. Hello, Danny. How are you? Trina, how are things? Good to chat to you. Grant, you're only back from New Zealand. You could have been there for the World Cup. <laughs> I brought the New Zealand winter weather with me by the looks of things. Yeah. So sorry about that. Are you into football, by the way? You're raging that you're not over there. You could have been could have been catching a bit of the World Cup. Do you know what? I live right beside um I live right beside the Aviva and um Abby Larkin, who's uh, from Rings End, is obviously playing over there and I've never seen support like it in my life. Like I'm massively involved with the Rings End community. Yeah. But I've never seen support like I've never seen anything like this that amount of tricolour since like Italia 90 it is absolutely phenomenal Can I just say only the other day on the show last week in fact I think it was oh yeah that it was when they had the first match I was saying there's not enough buntings out there's not enough tricolours hanging out of windows like there used to be around Italia 90 and I want to see it then on Saturday last I drove through Ringsend and I literally couldn't see ahead of my car <laughs> everywhere it's unreal isn't it everywhere you yeah, look there's I, I bunting I've never seen as much bunting and I even I actually noticed fellow who put it up his name is Michael Larkin and then um, he's Abby Larkin's uncle and I've never seen dedication he was out in the lashing rain it, like it, there's an obelisk there in the middle of um, Irish town and it's like I, I, it's just the most amount of one thing I've ever seen in my life know, but it, it's yeah. absolutely incredible it's like you know you where people so Irish driving through it <laughs> like as soon as you drive into it like if you did an English passport I think if you drove to a ring down in Irish town at the moment it would turn Irish when you took it out of your pocket I know they must have literally bought all the bunting that was available in the whole country <laughs> just to cover the rings end area yeah. I've never seen anything like it and there I was saying there wasn't enough bunting out. Well, Rings End have made up for that, I can tell you that much. So look, uh, Danny, you. Uh, you are going to be very busy this weekend because the Paddy Power Comedy Festival is finally here. I am indeed. I'm super excited about it. We've got our first show tonight with the Comedy Crunch, which is going to be in the free gap in the Ivy Gardens. Um, so myself and Colin McGlinty have run the Comedy Crunch for over 12 years, which makes us feel very old now because it's <laughs> over a quarter of our life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're trying to do the maths now and figure out how old Danny is, but I, I, I think I failed I know, maths yeah, and skills, yeah. so there's no point. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite 40, but I'm, I'm heading that way. He's close but, enough. Um, yeah, yeah. But my sister, we basically picked like, some of our favourite acts. We do this every year. And um, we've got Danny Ryan from Limerick. We've got Eleanor Murphy, who's actually from the UK and has possibly the most Irish name ever. But she uh, she, she lives in Ringsend. So she's one of us now. <laughs> she, I think she's supplying the Bunton, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we've got Porrig Williams, Kate Feeney and Jer Staunton from Mayo. And uh, myself and Colm as well. So that's going to be the absolute crack tonight. There's only a handful of tickets left for that. So if anyone who wants to kind of put their foot in the water of the festival and get a feel for what it's like I would really highly recommend the Thursday show it's always absolutely amazing crack yeah and everyone's fresh as well because the first night you're not worn out like I know when people do the yeah. Edinburgh Comedy Festival I believe that you're actually dead nearly at the end of that because it's so yeah, hard yeah this is my this is, this is actually my 12th year doing the Edinburgh Fringe and so far I have over 80 shows booked in in three and a half weeks and I'm oh doing three totally different shows every day and uh Give me a lot of lot of protein bars and bananas, and uh, just trying to hydrate in between shows. Oh, <laughs> this is, but this is like the Ivy Gardens is, is the ultimate calm before the storm. Like it's such a beautifully curated festival. The Ivy Gardens is amazing. It's close to where we all live. You can walk into town. You can go for pints after, and then Edinburgh is just all out carnage. Edinburgh is like Glastonbury for comedians. <laughs> 
It's funny, Danny. You've gone from being touring New Zealand to being a walk away from the house. It's gas, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Bit of insight to my life. But uh, yeah, an amazing uh, list of comedians that are going to be playing. And I love the fact that there's new up and coming people as well as all the really, really well known names that everyone knows, like the Tommy Tiernans, the Darrow Breens, and the Jason Burns, and the Deirdre Canes. Um, it's nice to hear the fresh comedy as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. And you know, it gives everyone a platform as well. And even myself included, when I first started doing this test, it kind of opens you up to a broader audience. I mean, like with the Saturday night show, I'm on with um, with Jason Byrne, Adam Hills, and Vittorio Angeloni and uh, Janine Haruni. But like, they're all four totally different uh, demographics and fan bases. You know, Vittorio would have a huge online following. Obviously, Adam Hills has uh, done tons and tons of TV in the UK, and Jason Byrne is one of our stalwarts. But then, you know, different people go to see different acts, and then they get kind of exposed to new acts they might never have seen before. It's a brilliant way to grow your audience and I just think as a comedy show as well, it's just it's such a brilliant night out and yeah. such a crack in the middle of Dublin. Yeah, well, when you think about it, that's how Joanne McNally started, supporting somebody else, you know, that way. And then next thing, she's selling out shows left, right and centre. You're going to be doing your yeah, own show it. as well, Danny, at the Liberty Hall Theatre in January. So I know we're a little bit ahead, but, you know, you need to plan these things. And I see I know, that this uh, is going to be recorded. <laughs> so if you're zero, crap, yeah, don't bother going. We're, we're taping a special. So, ba- well, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to film a two hour show that's probably going to be edited down to an hour but um, I would highly recommend getting in for the whole lot because my favourite stuff is the stuff that probably won't make the edit <laughs> if I'm totally honest yeah. but um, I'm really looking forward to that tickets are flying so thanks a million to everyone who got tickets for that already uh, amazing support. Do you ever find Danny that uh, people go to a comedy show and they sit there like as if you know they're having the worst night of their lives and you kind of wonder why, why have they come out tonight? Listen I just did seven weeks in New Zealand and I had more than one night where I went what am I doing with my life because they are they are very sound friendly hard working lovely people but they are the lowest energy people in the world and uh, there's a weird thing in New Zealand called tall poppy syndrome so you know if you're seen to be laughing loud like Irish people do it's nearly seen as a, a negative thing it's kind of nearly seen as you know you kind of keep the head down and you keep quiet which I understand, but from a, a comedic perspective, it's a disaster. I remember <laughs> I did Sky City Theatre, 700 people. It was the first big show in three years in New Zealand. I was hosting it. There was about eight acts on the lineup, uh, loads of international acts, loads of like massive Kiwi stars. And I went on, it was nearly like a tumbleweed. We nearly had to start the show again and be like, will you come on? Like, But then they'll come up to you and be like, oh, that was great. And they'll, you'll sell out your shows. But um, Yeah, you're like, you yeah, could have fooled me. <laughs> exactly. But the, the, I love the Irish audiences because if they're enjoying it, they go for it. And if they're not, they'll let you know. And that's, I love that. I like the honesty of that. And Irish audiences are without, without my favourite, you know? Yeah, would they shout up, you're a load of sh- that kind of thing oh listen like they'd be yeah or they come up to you afterwards going oh jeez that bit in the middle wasn't great like you know what I mean or they'll, they'll, they'll throw shade at you I kind of like that though keep on your toes you'll, you'll never have an ego in Ireland and not with my Irish family anyway oh no so Camira this is in, this is a very brave time to be doing the show Danny because you know just post Christmas at the end of January there might be a bit of a Christmas tummy and the camera adds pounds you know that I'll be getting the tan done I'll yeah. be getting my lashes and pennies I'll Lovely. be getting the <laughs> And he's on. <laughs> You'd be looking fab. Yeah, you can, you can actually slim yourself down. Bit of contouring. And then next thing you're... Might wear like a mirror suit or something, you know what I mean? Keep it low key. It was very funny when you say there about the, the Irish humour. I was on a bus the other day. Next thing, I was, you know the way when you're kind of glued into your phone 
And next thing, the bus yeah, driver yeah, slowed down and he put down his window and there was a girl crossing the road with her pal and she was wearing this jacket that was kind of like very sequency, kind of gold, kind of, you know, going out jacket. And he yeah. says to her, Elton John boys. Come here, love. You're going to cause a crash with that. <laughs> the bus just erupted. You're like, this is what happens in Ireland. The humour is brilliant. So look, we're looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Before you go, Danny, can I ask you about your Instagram? It says on your Instagram, you're a food obsessor. What's a food obsessor? I am a deal. I used to do a bit of food writing uh, years ago for um, Loving Dublin and Loving.ie. I just kind of did it because I liked it. Cause I'd be on the road and they knew I was kind of mad into food. So I'd like do funny restaurant reviews while I was on tour. Oh. And it was great because I got to have like really nice food before um, before my shows instead of having my usual depressing chicken and stuff and sandwich on an apple green in the middle of the country somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of like I'm, I'm never home. So when I am home, I really appreciate it. And I love cooking and I love food. So any opportunity I get to cook uh, something class, I, I always go for it. You know, nothing more depressing than you know those sandwiches, the pre-packed sandwiches, and the bread is uh, like yeah. yeah, it's like basically a rock. They all taste the same. It doesn't matter what the filling is. I've had oh. a million of them at the airport. Yeah. I've tried every meal deal combination, and if you close your eyes, it all just tastes like cold lettuce and wet bread. They're yeah. scaldy. Disgusting. Disgusting. There will not be any triple decker sambos at my show in Liberty Hall. In fact, I'm going to give out something that's good crack um, yeah. at the end of the show. Well, maybe something food based. Who knows? I might give out some stinger bars or something like oh, that. Throw yeah. back to the 80s. Brilliant. Love it. All right, Danny, take care this weekend. We'll see you at the Ivy Gardens. Deadly. Thanks, Emil. See you then. It's Ireland's Class Kids Radio.